This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 11th, 2016. I'm Caleb Brown. On the rare occasion when Donald Trump talks about policies he'd implement as president, the details are still pretty thin. Michael Tanner is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. He talks about Trump's recently unveiled economic plan. Well, we should recognize there's some good parts to what Donald Trump's been talking about economically. Uh, He wants to reduce taxes, uh, particularly wants to reduce taxes on businesses. He would lower the corporate tax rate to about 15 percent, which would give us one of the lower uh, tax rates compared to our competitors, not as low as, say, Ireland, but but lower than a lot of the European countries. Uh, That would certainly be good for competition. It would be good for our businesses. He also wants to make it possible to repatriate the money that's sort of sitting overseas right now because our taxes are so high, a lot of businesses are holding something close to $2 trillion overseas. He would help make it easier to bring that back uh, by sort of a one-time semi-amnesty on that. Uh, He also wants to reduce regulations, uh, particularly in the energy sector, and uh, repeal Obamacare and replace it with something great. We we don't know what that would be. Something awesome. Something awesome. So there's certainly some areas in which, uh, which I think it would make the economy grow faster and make us more competitive on a worldwide basis. But there's also some significantly troubling aspects. One is his unwillingness to cut government spending. Uh, he simply refuses to touch entitlement programs, which is the majority of government spending. And he has a host of uh, other areas where he wants to spend money. He's embraced the whole uh, democratic or liberal idea of uh, stimulus through infrastructure spending, that he's going to create government jobs, good government jobs, uh, with shovel-ready projects that are out there to, to fix. Uh, and of course, he remains wedded to uh, his uh, ideas on trade, which are going to cost jobs and, uh, and raise consumer prices. A whole lot of his pitch seems to be uh, mercantilist. That is, either we get rich or they get rich. And we need to find a way to make sure that the wealth stays in this country, which, of course, is like a, a horrible thought if you enjoy things like consumer electronics and uh, really well-made automobiles. Yeah, it seems almost silly that he talks about, uh, I'm going to cut taxes for middle-class Americans and then sock a 45% tariff on everything they buy from overseas. Uh, I'm not sure that leaves them uh, any better off. Uh, and he also has this strange idea that if... Uh, countries buy our products, that that somehow hurts us, Uh, that uh, if Boeing sells jets to China, that somehow we're worse off uh, because of that. Uh, And he also ignores the fact that other countries invest in in us. Uh, In his speech the other day, he lamented the loss of auto manufacturing jobs in Detroit and certainly has been a decline there. And he was in Detroit. He was in Detroit, of course. So I guess everybody needs to pander a little bit. But what he ignores is the fact that those jobs went as much to Alabama and Tennessee as they did elsewhere. And in fact, uh, Japanese companies are building cars in in, uh, Tennessee or German companies are building cars in North Carolina. Uh, that part he doesn't seem to pay attention to. Is there any effort to uh, devolve federal spending to states to so states can make those kinds of determinations? There really seems to be no sense of federalism. Uh, in fact, it's uh, not even a sharing of powers with Congress. Uh, this is a, sort of the big man theory of government. He's going to decide uh, what happens and, uh, and implement it. 
and, and in fact, uh, there's really little effort to sort of cut spending at, at any level uh, of this. I mean, he talks about more veteran spending, more infrastructure spending, more spending on child care, more spending on uh, basically anything that pops into his head. Now, a per-child tax credit, that's something he would like to see, and that's been a, a Democrat idea for the most part. Yeah, this is child uh, tax cut, uh, child care tax cut is, is really strange. It would not help the people who really need it, people at the bottom end of the income scale, because they, by and large, don't pay federal income taxes. They don't make enough money. Uh, but it would be great for the people he knows in New York uh, who have nannies and au pairs. Uh, they could deduct uh, that money. Uh, and in fact, of course, it would drive up the cost the same way that tax subsidies have driven up the cost of health care or college tuition. Uh, simply saying there's an open-ended uh, tax credit for as much as you possibly spend on child care will cover every bit of it. Well, gee, that's great for the child care industry that's going to raise their, their rates, uh, but I'm not sure how that's going to help the poor. Tell us about the tax rates that he's proposed. It, it's He's often long on talking about things and very short on details. And depending on how you read what he actually said in Detroit, he's either proposed three or four tax rates, if you include zero. Well, that's right. Uh, he has three official tax rates, but we don't know what incomes those tax rates apply to. So that's a little hard to, to score that way. And he also said uh, that a great many Americans will pay no income tax at all. So I, I guess uh, he's building on Mitt Romney's fabled 47 percent uh, in some way. Uh, but we don't know how that's going to work out either. I suppose it's with deductions and uh, exemptions and so on that some people simply fall below that. Uh, on the other hand, if you actually look at his bottom tax rate, it's slightly higher than the bottom tax rate today. So you have to wonder sort of how he's going to shift the burden. To the extent that Donald Trump has presented policy ideas, and they've been fairly thin and few. Uh, how does he propose that we deal with the looming problems associated with Medicare and Social Security and other entitlements? Yeah, he's actually said that he would not make any changes to Social Security, Medicare, or Medicaid beyond somehow cutting waste, fraud, and abuse. Uh, now, presidents uh, have been going after waste, fraud, and abuse since Jimmy Carter was actually the first to use that phrase, uh, and yet somehow it's still around. Uh, we haven't managed to get rid of it yet, and uh, but he's going to be different, I guess, and, and cut it. But he doesn't seem to be willing to tackle the fundamental underlying demographic problems of those programs, which is that we have more and more people who are aging and retiring and fewer and fewer workers to support them. Uh, he just he just doesn't seem to be willing to grasp that. The level of detail that uh, the Clinton campaign has provided thus far, and Hillary Clinton will be giving a speech where she's going to lay out it in greater detail her proposals. To what extent are these even different? Well, Hillary uh, certainly does go into detail. She's uh, famous now for turning out 260-page uh, uh, position papers on every possible subject, uh, not that anyone reads them. But essentially, she is... Uh, gone to the old-fashioned tax and spend school uh, of the Democrats. She's going to raise taxes by over a trillion dollars in 10 years and spend over a trillion dollars more. And that doesn't count some of her new proposals, such as a public option for Obamacare or uh, expanding the Medicare program to let younger people buy into it, uh, creating sort of a single-payer system. Uh, those are estimated when Bernie Sanders put them forward as costing tens of trillions of dollars. So. Uh, she's going to be a big, big government uh, Democrat. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a small government Republican running against her. It seems like this sets up a fairly traditional uh, line of division between Republicans and Democrats, where Democrats 
propose to tax and spend and Republicans propose to borrow and spend. Yeah, that, that's right. And you know, it's the common denominator there is spend. Uh, basically, the two major candidates are both big spenders. Uh, there's not even a rhetorical effort at small government uh, between both of them, which comes a long way from the, from the days when Republicans at least promised to cut spending. And Bill Clinton talked about the end of the era of big government. To the extent that uh, Gary Johnson and Bill Weld have put together uh, an economic platform, what does it look like? Well, their platform is, uh, again, very thin on details. Uh, I suspect that they will come out with more as they're moving forward. But uh, third-party candidates always sort of have to concentrate on ballot access and polling results first. But what they have talked about is reduction in taxes. Uh, Bill, uh, Gary Johnson says he would be for any cut in taxes. And ideally, he wants to move to a consumption-based tax, something like a national retail sales tax. Both have also talked about cutting spending. They haven't provided details other than to denote that as governor, they were very much uh, fiscal conservatives and cut spending a great deal. They at least are giving this sort of rhetorical nod to the need to cut spending uh, that we're not seeing from the major parties. Is there any indication that either Mike Pence or Tim Kaine are driving the debate because, they, of course, they are, they're both been governors? Well, Mike Pence was a very solid uh, governor uh, in terms of fiscal policy in, in Indiana. Uh, Tim Kaine was a much bigger spender, uh, much more of a taxer. He, uh, he proposed a huge tax increase on his first day in office uh, in Virginia. Uh, and Mike Pence has been much more of a tax cutter. Uh, but uh, but neither one seems to be uh, in, a, in much of an influential position. Uh, it's the presidential candidates that really make policy. Michael Tanner is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, and with Cato's iOS app. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>